This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, it wasn't that long ago, what, six weeks, maybe two months ago, that we were horrified by what we were seeing every time we drove by a gas station or if we had to fill up with gas. Prices that were $1.69, $1.70, and then pushing into $1.71 or $1.72 a liter, we thought, what was going on? And the drumbeat was very loud, right, to the provincial government, do something, do something, help us. Uh, you know, relieve this pressure at the pump. So because of that political pressure, the provincial government had announced that the BC Utilities Commission would be looking into gas prices, looking into what makes these fluctuations happen, looking into why BC and in particular Metro Vancouver suffers these incredibly high gas prices. Uh, at, At several points, we were the highest gas prices at the pump in North America not a mantle that anybody wants to wear. So these hearings are supposed to be getting underway in the next few days, but just before that happens, we have developed a bit of an impasse, it sounds like. Turns out not all the gas companies want to play ball with this. This is the topic of an article today that Rob Shaw has written in the Vancouver Sun newspaper. You should check it out. Rob also joins us now to talk more about it. Hi, Rob. Hi, Simi. All right, let's talk about this, because you've uncovered some really interesting information here about, what is it, gas companies don't want to play ball on this? Yeah, well, so this review that the government has ordered that's supposed to figure out whether or not, you know, there's price gouging or what exactly is causing gas prices to be so high in B.C. compared to everywhere else, um, was going to rely on sending the gas companies a bunch of questions. And one of the questions, there's actually multiple versions of this question, is, what are your profit margins on your retail gas? So the difference between what the gas stations get on their wholesale price and what they sell to you at the pump. And then for those companies that have uh, refining capacity, so they take crude oil and turn it into gasoline, um, what are their refining margins? What profits do they make in that process as well? Because some oil companies go all the way through the process, refine their own product, and then sell it to you. So on both of those questions, the answers from companies back were, were basically a very polite, um, but no way. We're not telling you that information. It's confidential. It is um, a, a competitiveness issue that we need to hold on to this proprietary information, and we refuse to give it to you. So that was the response from um, Husky Energy, which runs the Husky stations, but also runs a refinery up in northern B.C., uh, it, one of the smallest refineries in BC also runs some SO gas stations, Suncor Energy, which runs the Petro Canada gas stations, and then Shell Canada, uh, which you know has a, a big operation. They said no. One company did say yes. That was Seven Eleven Canada, um, and uh, also SuperSave Gas, which is a local company. Um, they said yes, but we're th- that information is confidential, so they handed it over to the Utilities Commission confidentially. So. It, it does raise a question, like, what, what are they, is it going to be a big problem that the commission doesn't have this information when they're trying to figure out what's going on? Right, and plus this is not going to be public information, though, right, Rob? I mean, this is something the BCUC was going to um, redact the information. It's not going to be made public. No, not if the company's asked. Uh, and it's not, I don't, I'm not sure the extent to which it's a massive um, secret. I mean, we know the kind of average margins. Uh, there's an interesting submission from Parkland. Now, Parkland runs a bunch of SO stations as well, but it's also the owner of the refinery, uh, the big refinery in Burnaby. So, like, basically 
um, you know, the one that handles producing most of our gas in BC. And they, in their submission, which is quite long, they have average uh, markups. And it's interesting to kind of look at what they are. So if you, if you fill up your tank of gas uh, for 50 bucks today, the, according to the, their numbers, about $15 of that is the price of getting crude oil. Uh, about twelve fifty is the price of refining that into gasoline. About four fifty is the retail margin, and then eighteen dollars is the various levels of tax that are added onto that. And that's your fifty dollar tank of gas. So I'm not sure how massive the general margins are as a secret, but for the companies they want to hold it close. And I'll add that Costco just kind of entered the fray very late. They have uh, said they would like to answer these questions and need some more time. I'd love to see Costco's margins because yeah. they're constantly they're constantly selling gas. They're the cheapest. Cheap on the idea, yeah, that they get it at a cheaper wholesale price. I I, I would love to see those numbers. I'm not sure if Costco is going to provide them either, though. Yeah, and especially with what we've seen happen in the last six, six weeks, right, where the numbers have fluctuated like crazy, five, ten cents from hour to hour, and you're wondering, well, wait a minute, what are the profit margins here that you guys are, are doing this in such a crazy fashion? It doesn't. It, well, look, it doesn't make sense. No. I, I have read all their submissions, and I. I was driving to work today in Victoria, and I stopped at an intersection that has four corners and three gas stations. And one of them was selling gas for a buck forty-nine, and one of the other two were selling them for a buck twenty-nine. There's a twenty cents differential yeah. there, and I don't understand. Despite having talked to these companies and read all this information, how that makes sense because it just doesn't. So no, it's it either the most complicated um, system ever devised by man uh, on. Uh, or it just doesn't. It just doesn't add up. It, in a way, Rob. Then does this play into what the NDP government was trying to do here? They were trying to take the spotlight off of their taxation, right, of fuel, sure. and now they can say, "Well, look, gas prices aren't playing ball with us. The gas companies yeah. aren't." No, well, they love that. I mean, they'll pound the gas companies. Remember, it's not the only problem with this yes. commission. The government mandated the commission cannot look at taxes, so it can't look at the carbon tax and the provincial taxes on gas. And it, it's not going to look at whether or not an expanded Trans Mountain pipeline would help. And in a lot of these submissions, you do get a sense that the choke point here is the current Trans Mountain pipeline. It's, it's, everyone, it's full to capacity. Um, you know, Parkland is saying we could use more crude oil. We could refine more gas here. We can't get it from the existing Trans Mountain pipeline. The expansion would help us. But the commission is not going to look at that either. So it is great for the New Democrats. They can look at the oil companies and call them villains. Uh, and then yeah. and then hopefully, if gas prices don't shoot up again, um, there's less pressure on Premier John Horgan to do something about it. How much transparency is there on the government side of this, Rob, in terms of finding out how much of that you know price per liter goes to taxes? Well, that's all online. Yeah. Um, it's just not the kind of thing that government likes talking too much about. You know, in Metro Vancouver, it's 50-some-odd cents a liter. There's the transit tax, the GST, the provincial tax, the carbon tax. It's it's available, but the government doesn't like reminding people that that's a, a huge portion of the gas price. I read through all the other submissions, and, and here in no particular order are just some of the things the gas companies say contribute to the price. Uh, credit card fees... The minimum wage, which I think is important because a lot of the employees in the retail side of gas stations are making the minimum wage. Yeah. BC's low carbon fuel requirements. Um, there's benchmarks in the way we set gas prices here that look at Portland and Chicago, environmental regulations. This is a really interesting one. The real estate prices, because 
the rental rates and the lease rates for gas stations, especially in downtown Vancouver, where we basically don't have any anymore. Yeah. Um, when, when the land is so valuable that you can make a billion dollars building a condo there, um, it becomes hard for a gas station to continue to operate and it's re- on its retail margin. So there's a ton of variables that come into play. I, I can't explain them in any cohesive way. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I don't know if the Utilities Commission is going to be able to explain them and say, put all this together, mix it all up, add in OPEC and the Saudi Arabians, and come all the way down to the guy earning minimum wage selling you the hot dog at 7-Eleven and tell us the price journey and how it actually works. Yeah. And it just doesn't, it just doesn't seem to make any sense no, to me, to be honest. It does not. Rob, listen, thanks for explaining it to us. Okay, take care. That's Rob Shaw from the Vancouver Sun. You can read more today at thevancouversun.com about his piece on this.